0: What's going on? We're back. It's podcast number three, I think. Yep, number three. Uh, we're back. Third, third times the charm. They number say number three. Good things come in threes, and this podcast has made it to three. I would say it's a shocker for me, but we have made it to three. So happy to be here,
1: and we're happy that you're here with us too. All we have to do is turn the lights on and turn the camera on at this point. So I'm not. I'm not that surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it also does take effort.
0: Yeah. That's the hard part. <laughs> Sometimes
1: that's, that's the hard part.
0: But uh, we do want to say a quick thank you for uh, for tuning in, sticking with us. Uh, everybody's been yeah. commenting a bunch on the on the page. Lots of follows and likes. We appreciate it's all the awesome. support that you guys have been giving us. So hopefully that leads to a bunch more. We've got dude, we've got so much stuff coming out. I don't know what'll be out by yeah. the time this is out, but we've got like five or six pedals. We've got a bass demo coming out yep. from some new friends that we made. Yeah. Um, man, whole and both of our. Uh, you're. I mean, obviously, this is a change for you, but then my whole board, I'm going to a board from Iraq, so we've got lots of change in our personal lives, can't mm. wait to talk about it. And I'm uh, seeing some concerts here soon, I've been to some concerts here soon, so we've seen a lot, a lot of lives happen, so let's That's dig cool. into it. Uh, I think the maybe obvious starting point would be her. Oh, her, yeah. Her. So uh, uh. would you tell me and the people, I mean, he's told me, and I want to hear it again, but tell me about this. Where'd you get it, and uh what is it
1: yeah, uh, it is a curved line s v t which mm. I think that's it's curved about it <laughs> it's i think it's this situation maybe okay, actually, now that I look at it, maybe it's not a curved line, maybe it's the the black line uh I need to look at it again. Anyway, it's like a well. We'll we'll edit it and put the real confirmation yeah. in the bottom right. You probably won't, but <laughs> I won't. I did. I did buy like Ampeg or you know some other company made a like history of Ampeg book uh-huh. that I bought the other day. Sure, it's really interesting. They I made like a book. It. Yeah, like all you right. go through, you see all the weird models and stuff. And sure, is it like a coffee uh, table? Deal? Yeah, it's it's not as pretty as a co- as most coffee table books. Mm. Maybe they should hire me us to redo it as a Perfect. swanky coffee swanky table swanky coffee table bass book. Base book. <laughs> <It'd> <laughs> Maybe that's awesome. the
0: goal. Maybe that's the end goal. If we just compile a calendar of bass cabs.
1: I screw this music thing. <laughs> let's let's make coffee table yeah, books. Dude.
0: John Paul Jones, cool acoustic. That's that's yeah, January exactly vibe for sure. We'll start. Just do up.
1: glamour shots of bass rigs. Yes. Um. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> it's like a, it's a, I think like mid seventies SVT. It's not a blue line. I think it was the curved line though, which would be like Magnavox era. It's my understanding. Um, sure. My other, my other best under, understanding, and I am not like, I am really in above my head on this amplifier, but, um, the circuit really didn't change, um, between like the the blue line, which is the coveted really coveted early early ones mm-hmm. uh and the black line, the curved line, all of that, never really changed, and like once they got a good thing, they just kept doing it, sure. and mpeg had various points of history where they were. It just, it moved around. It was a different factory here, or a different factory there, a different sure. team, or they're getting sold or all that kind of stuff. But Classic at, music brand. Yeah. Getting sold. Especially like this whole, and then my other understanding is like the Rolling Stones came to America, needed huge amplifiers. It wasn't, sure these weren't even necessarily branded as a bass amp until later because bass players were the ones mm-hmm. really gravitating to how it sounded. Sure. So that and the eight ten cabinet was kind of the uh, the fridge, the the go to setup. Yeah, buddy. Which so I I was fortunate enough to play uh, with my band Abby Hamilton at the Bowery Ballroom in New York, and actually no, it wasn't the Bowery; it was the Sinclair, which might be DC. I don't know. We played a really cool room <laughs> in the Northeast somewhere. And uh, the band that played, not the headliner, but the band that played in the middle had one of the new SVT VRs. Sure. Which is already kind of outdated. Now it's an SVT 50th anniversary from Yamaha. Which a guy I played with last
0: week and had one of those. Sick. Yeah, it was super dope.
1: Uh, so the SVT VR is supposed to be and a direct emulation of the or a, or a copy or whatever a recreation of the blue line svt the really nice. early svts nice um difference like one of the differences is that there's no like you get the svt cl which is the one you see a lot backline mm-hmm. has a gain and then a master volume sure this doesn't have that it's just volume nice so if you're overdriving it you're having to Clank get it, it in a place that I've certainly never had to turn it up. Yeah. yeah that's um, cool, man. To get, get around that. Yeah. <laughs> There's different people like them different ways. They like having the input gain so you can get some dirt on it, but keep your master low. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really that person. I just know I plugged into that backline SVT and was like, this is the best sound I've ever had on my bass. Dang. So, that's awesome.
0: That, what a feeling. And it's yeah, never your
1: own gear. Of course not. It can't be your own gear. Yeah, so then I just kind of set out to get one. Sure. Um, so where'd you get this guy, Facebook? I got it off of Craigslist. Uh, Craigslist, yeah. Craigslist still exists. Yes, Craigslist still exists. So
0: awesome. Uh, okay, cool. So you met some guy, you got it. Did he give you yeah. information?
1: He knew a little bit about it. He had never gigged it. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Honestly, the biggest thing, hopefully no one no one gets mad at me for saying this, but like, I found that... In some circumstances, especially if it's semi-local, they're so heavy, nobody wants to ship them. Sure. Um, So if you find one locally, a lot of times you can find a legit old school one less than the price of the new reissues. Wow. Okay. So it's like, okay... If I'm going to buy one of these, do I buy one that's probably going to go down in value a little bit Mm -hmm. or do I buy one that's already, you know, it's going to start appreciating value because it's, it's the OG, Um, sure. sure. some fun stuff about it too. I switched this grill cloth out because I got this cabinet, uh, and I'll talk about this in just a sec. I wanted the grill cloths to match, but the original grill cloth, it was always this like bluish silver sparkle color. But when I got this thing, um, I thought it was black. It was like it looked like an SVTCL, like just nice. jet black. And you popped the cover off and I flipped it over, and on the back side, it wasn't exposed to all the dirt and it was this blue silvery. Nice. Uh silvery color, which is super funny, super fun. So obviously yeah. I still have that old old grill cloth uh-huh. set up for whenever whenever I want that. Um but I like it to match because I'm weird. Um Sure. No, I think it looks good. I think it looks really good. So my understanding this is like the original SVT preamp. And then this is like B15-ish. Just like okay. a super loud SVT or a Ampeg B15 the little flip top. Yeah. Kind of guys. Um I don't think I enjoy this preamp very much. Um Or I should say I like it, but I think the magic is kind of in all the mid control. Sure. Over here, um some people like when I saw Dawes the other day, um that bass player had an SVT pre-issue. I think he has an OG at home. And he jumped and it. And he would jump the channels. You got to jump it. Uh, and I think he would use this for low end and this for high end. Nice. Okay. I tried that, and I, I didn't immediately think it was my thing, but I don't, you know, I don't know. Totally. Cool. It's also a different circumstance with this cabinet. Sure. Ampeg made an, SV, uh, an SVT 212, so two twelve 12-inch speakers. Mm-hmm av anniversary which just is like the grill cloth sure at the end of the day it's like they finally made a cabinet that is wide enough for the svt to even sit on it and it not look look bad yeah that's the biggest thing and i bought it almost just for aesthetic like sure uh it's not really a ported cat it's made to like emulate an 810 sure an 810 doesn't go down as low as you would think it does it 100% doesn't as a guy that gets them backlined constantly right it's it's, not that low it's
0: never what you think it is it's punchy and it's great because we're always within ears so it's like okay cool I can still like feel it like in my back oh yeah which is fun but it's never as low as you think you're totally right
1: I like that I think I'm liking that more and more yeah um, it's, it certainly, it's not for everybody. I think mm-hmm. people who don't like that, they might buy a 610 from Ampeg instead of the 810 because mm-hmm. the 610 is ported. So it has a little bit more low lows. Sure. Um, cool, man. But anyway, I yeah, love it. it's great. Sits on top of it. Really cool. Um, I didn't expect to be like, I, I love this cab. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It sounds great. Nice. Ship <clears throat> shipped to your house. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. It was like Five fifty six hundred 600 bucks. That's great. I mean, bang yeah. for buck, I'll take it. And that's and it's it's foreign made um which for me it's great cuz cabs get trashed on the road. Yeah. So, I don't I need something mm. that does what it does and it's cheap and it sounds really 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 good. Yeah. I really
0: do good. need to note he did take this whole amp out. No <laughs> case, just like raw in the trailer. <laughs> no, just not in the, the trailer. Bag, raw, in the, van. Okay, raw in the van. And I'm like, oh gosh, he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna take this on. This is my
1: challenge. Yeah, that's it came out all right. <laughs> yeah, I got a little nick. <laughs> not nick you. A <laughs> uh, little nick on this logo. I'm gonna. Yeah. I bought some covers for it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to avoid getting. I don't know. I don't want to put this in like a road case. Because it's already so heavy. Yeah, but, man. I know I need to. Even if it was a road case where you pulled it out every
0: time. Right. Most people that are traveling these stacks have the full road case with the head spot and the cab spot, which is nice. And they pay somebody to push it. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes Sometimes not. Sometimes you just need that triple wreck, you know? (laughs) Sometimes you got to have it. Uh yeah, dude, I think it's really cool. I did I was That's telling good. him earlier, I saw um Marcus King, one of his cabs has a Cadillac emblem right here on the other side. And I was right. like, yeah. "Oh, what could I put on there? That's pretty cool." I just so, need to put my Honda
1: Honda, yeah, element. Honda <laughs> element right there.
0: <laughs> Honda. This is a Honda AMP. Honda AMP. I love it. Well, good for you, so, man. I'm ai like it. I haven't been AMP shopping in mm. 5 years. And I, when I bought that amp, I've gigged it once, mm-hmm. and I didn't need to. Yeah. It wasn't mic'd. It wasn't anything. It was on stage for a look. Yeah. And I still had a direct out signal. <laughs> it just... Yeah. I just don't get, to,
1: I don't get to play with them. I don't have the, the uh, ability to, really. Well, this is like super loud, even mm-hmm. with this tiny little cabinet in comparison to an 810. I can confirm. It's it was really freaking... Loud. so loud Mm -hmm. um so i'm really playing with that volume i'm usually staying like right here which is like you know just barely on uh in most of my most of my gigging situation um we played a theater last week we opened for blackberry smoke which was amazing uh and it sounded magical beautiful so you know successful voyage it was really heavy but it sounded really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not mic it, so I mean, it was just a really fancy, cool looking monitor. Nice. But we we took the out of my noble. Don't say anything about my noble. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it was great if we totally. had time, or if they like, if the front of house guy wanted to. He had he had a limited number of inputs, but I would have totally mic it. Um, yeah. Fire. It sounds so clear. I think a lot of people, when they think of an old amp, they think of like muddy. Mm-hmm. I th- it sounds really clear, which is my favorite part of it.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's it's such a true sound, especially. Yeah. If, I mean, he had that P bass in it. It's like,
1: yeah. Hey, and with that being said, uh, this cab got delayed sending it to me for a couple of weeks, which is a huge bummer. And I got mm-hmm. to use your Laney yeah. 410 uh, on a gig, and I used it with my Quilter, like Class D. Head, it was awesome. They're pretty cool. I, yeah, it was tiny, it, it was
0: awesome. I, I've told Carson this before, but I went to Nam. I want to say in 2017, mm-hmm. 2018, somewhere around there. Uh, and I went around and we listened to everything I mean, all these really cool high end cabs. And we had found the Laney booth and heard this Laney Nexus. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I was like, they, you know, their marketing is like a line X lightweight cab. I'm like, whatever. We play it, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So I'm yeah. like, "Whatever." We come home, uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Shout out. Going to the guitar center in the corner. There's a whole stack sitting there, just thousand watt head, the big guy, uh, and then it, it's two cabs with it. So the tops of four ten, the bottoms of fifteen, and I paid like, I'm gonna say like twelve hundred for all of it. Solid. I mean, that's less than half it's of what it, it would retail boutique, for, right? I suppose so. I think I think you'd consider that boutique. I suppose so. I just, I didn't know what to expect from it and then found it at home and I was like, well, I gotta. Yeah. So I, you know, I got, I, you know, I basically cleared out my trunk and I was like, this is going to fit and I'm taking it home <laughs> and I did and it's great and I've still got it. Like I said, it's been out at yeah. my house one time. Well, for some like little rehearsals, but one gig been out. So
1: It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I played a... Uh like an outdoor pavilion thing couple thousand people and it kept up every bit of what I needed to especially for stage sure uh, volume it was awesome mm-hmm. so I don't know anything about stage volume <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I had in-ears too but I still nice. I like to feel it I want to hear it and I want to feel it nice yeah so yeah in-ears are they're a gift uh, but also
0: at the same time as a bass player like I do miss yeah feeling it the neutering of a bass player <laughs> You got good seal It's still fun But I do wish I had a little bit Of response Yeah sure Maybe one day We'll get back to it But for now I'm riding Yeah Like I said dude I'm switching over To the pedal board I've got an Arkham Oracle coming in Tube preamp Should be pretty cool Carson was like You gotta check this out And I was like Ordered So it's on the way Well there's like A six week wait time So I'm really Really excited I'm stoked for that The guy that makes Him super super nice To me Been great So should come here In a few weeks We'll get a demo out. be awesome uh, but yeah, I'm in the middle of building a new board, and I'm very, very excited about it. The so,
1: Arkham, like, even just looking at it, let's sweet. say we get it and we don't like it at all. Uh-huh. Or you don't like it, I don't like whatever. Sure. If it's I so like it, cool looking.
0: It's so dope. What I was going to say is if I don't like it, Carson will for sure buy it. So <laughs> He's like, yeah, well. I, I, I'm I trying not, like not to think about how much I might like it yeah Uh, well it's really it's really cool because it gives you a lot of chance to like get some breakup out of it right and there's a couple uh switches on it and really good control so Mm -hmm. some would say more control than the noble but it's fine it's uh, definitely for for reference it is the same i think almost it's close to exact same dimensions as a noble so a bigger pedal but i should fit pretty well on my board so i'm really excited for it it's gonna be awesome yeah
1: yeah so we'll update you guys when we get that in yeah Cool. Um, Maybe we could do, I think, I don't know. I've mentioned this before, so hopefully we don't cut this out. Run it. Uh, I think we could do, like, a when we're talking about the Arkham Oracle, we we have my Noble and we have a Rupert Neve DI. Oh, yeah. We we can just kind of, like, shoot it out, see what they sound like, or at least have that included as a reference. Sure. Um, I think the Neve DI and... The uh, the Noble, they sound different, but they both sound fantastic. It's totally. Just like two flavors, and the, it'd be nice to compare that to the Oracle's flavor. If, 100%. like, without it overdriving, does it sound closer to the Rupert Neve DI or does it sound closer to the Noble, which I would consider like a dark? Sure. Is it like brilliant or dark until you start overdriving it? Then it kind of turns. To a different beast. Sure, sure. Uh, And the EQ is really interestingly flexible. Yeah. And there's, is there some weird shift control on it, maybe? Uh, Like a mid shift thing? I I remember, I remember, like uh, a contour. I can't remember off the top of my
0: head what all it's got, but I know it's got your like um, low mid switch and everything.
1: Right. It's it's just a weird combination of switches and, and knobs. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens.
0: Yeah. So I think the last thing that I've got to grab is a dirt pedal of sorts. So hopefully, going to try a couple out. I'm, you know, I know I'm super late to the boat, but I do love that microtubes deal, the vintage microtubes. Mm-hmm. Um, But also looking to try some other things. He likes his grizzly. I'm looking for something a little smaller form factor wise. I'm trying to fit it on a pretty small board. So we'll see where I land. I'll probably get a couple and, you know, see what washes up on the Facebook marketplace. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It's been a while since I've gotten to board hunt before. So you got bored. Got bored. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We'll see what happens.
1: Uh, something else fun. I was just kind of thinking off the cuff. Um, Adam from Idols heard our first podcast episode, yeah, which was amazing. He sent me, he sent me some information. Hopefully, we can talk more about it in the future. Uh, I think one of the things that it's like it was kind of a chunkier neck on his uh, on his jazz bass than, than sure. you would think he had. I think he might have like selected the chunkier neck, mm-hmm. um, and then after that, it's a seventy style. Uh, jazz bass, which I was curious about. Nice. So that means that back pickups a little closer to the bridge. Then I think he put Seymour Duncan quarter pounders in it. I remember, yeah. And that's that's the that's his thing. That's the uh, flavor. I think it's still passive. Pretty confident it's still passive. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much experience with those pickups. So yeah,
0: I don't either. I'm interested. I don't either. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely interested in that kind of stuff. I never really been in jazz bass territory. I had a 75 reissue a while ago, and I did not like it. We didn't get along and I traded it for a Rick. Yeah. It's so. just great. Yeah. It was a great decision. <laughs> I, I'm so happy with that. <laughs> I'm so happy with the Rick, but now I'm like, as a bass player, I probably should have a jazz yeah. bass. So even if it stays at home. American
1: Vintage 2s look really, really cool. Yeah. They're, they're like the, yeah. fir, one of the first like Fender, America, like not custom shop. <laughs> bases that i'm like hmm that's that's taking a lot of boxes right there yeah i know i don't need another base but you know but like you could yeah (laughs) oh yeah
0: but you could but yeah i've been browsing if uh my buddy was he said he had this really good idea he's like you know keep a phone list like a phone note and i just like always search these terms and whatever comes up i just grab it And I was like, I should make a list. So I've been hunting for basses too. I really need to collect something else, whatever it is, whether it's another P bass or a jazz bass, but I've been kind of, kind of scoping it out, seeing what's out there. Um, Sometimes our local Facebook marketplace can really dry up. Yeah. It's, it's very hit or miss. A lot of entry level squires, Mm -hmm. which is great for somebody. I mean, somebody's got to start on that it'd be great, Mm -hmm. but for me, I feel like I can't ever find the gear I'm actually looking for. Yeah, especially when I'm trying to look for like more specific pedals.
1: It's mm-hmm. like you never see it. I'm in a new one called Keep Louisville Loud. Okay, which is you know Louisville's what? What how far away an is? hour? Like an hour away. It depends on how far um, away is, but an hour. Yeah, and those those people are posting some
0: really some interesting stuff. Maybe I need to check it out. Especially You'll to like to
1: low that. watt tube amps and mm-hmm. like oddity. Like, just, just rare stuff. Yeah. It's not necessarily expensive, but I've been looking at that and been like, oh, wow. Every other day, I'm like, ooh, can I afford that? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, can I afford that? Should I drive to Louisville? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth the money and the drive? Because yeah. now gas, you know... That's an extra whatever. The gas is uh,
0: getting I'm the gas right there. Yeah. They're me. So pretty <laughs> cool. Um, uh, here's a fun update. So I've been a uh, bass player, tour manager for two years now. Uh, and I have, I've probably played one or two guitar gigs. Uh-huh. And my old band finally, uh, we're putting out some new music. So I'm playing guitar again. I got to like check my yeah. board for guitar. I'm like, <laughs> I've always had, I've been notoriously bad about neglecting the board. Uh, and sure. always, you know, you plug it in, you got some odd, unexplainable buzz, and then you take it a room over and there's just none and you're like, hmm. but it's kind of funny to move back into the single coil mm-hmm. realm uh, or basically an out of phase pickup realm. Yeah. Uh, because literally if you're standing too close to the wrong light, then it's just screaming at you. And I just, yeah. I don't really deal with that uh, at all right now. Yeah. Being on my P-Bass and on my Lakeland, it's just never really a factor for me. Sometimes with the wrong configuration with the Lakeland, I will, but um, with the 5502. But it's got that humbucker in there, so I'm always able to avoid it. But now I'm back in like buzz territory, and I'm like, oh gosh, here we go, here we go. I'm excited though. Nick's a great guitar player. Oh, He really is. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, It's weird to think about uh, playing a guitar gig. Yeah, it's, it's really funny because you get so I mean you so, gotta stay
1: sharp I mean you're I good guess. good at
0: it so you gotta gotta keep it up I guess I gotta do something <laughs> I gotta do something I get to play a good bit of both at home but like I said, it's been so long since I've gigged out, and yeah. I required so much new gear in the meantime that I'm like, I don't even know if I'm still going to like my sound. <laughs> like it's been so long, <laughs> I've re- really got to get this Fair. stuff out and like, <laughs> knock the dust off of the tone itself. So
1: yeah, and you said it's in January. Yeah, mid January. We'll have to we'll have to post something about it too.
0: Yeah, come um, on, you can do it. <laughs> you can do a picture of my guitar rig <laughs> on yeah, the bass right. channel on the Nick's base, guitar the bass rig. show.
1: Yeah, uh, who knows. Man, that'll be awesome. I'm happy yeah. y'all are all are just playing. Yeah, really excited. It should be uh should be really fun for me. So the mm-hmm. oh, baby. Well, uh got anything else? I think I'm good. Buddy, I think that's it. Yeah. Send your uh your complaints to Nick. Yep.
0: And my email is
1: Carson music at gmail.com. Do <laughs> Uh yeah, anyway. You know, uh, if you if you want to stick around, you want to subscribe, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you're listening to this on a audio only version, uh, it would be much appreciated if you found out how to review us, give us a five-star review. That'd be great. Um, it'd help a lot, help some other people Saying I hate when people ask uh, to review stuff on, for podcasts, but you know, here's where we are. Yep.
0: So. we could use it so yeah and then always uh, let us know if there's any gear that you're wondering about that you just want two idiots to sit yeah. down and play with for about an hour and a half and put <laughs> up an uncut video of it so if there's something that you guys want to see let us know yeah. we're all ears and uh, you can ship us anything for free and we'll keep it <laughs>
1: right yeah. there you go thanks a <laughs> bunch thanks see ya peace